Namaste. This is Mayette Tiwari with another episode of Women's Power to Heal Mother Earth. Today's episode is about women's vulnerability. By the mere nature of our shaktified field, and that is our, our primordial divine feminine environment and field within and without, we are equipped with not only the procreative power that emulates the goddess's function, but the power to heal, to create, to nurture, to nourish, and to heal. Over time, we have been misled, we have been misguided to the extent that we sacrificed our powers to live in a materialistic, commercial societies. And while this episode is not about finding fault with our system, it does bring us to an understanding that there is so much that we have to re-entrain within ourselves as women. It is not difficult to recapture the natural rhythms, for instance, that Mother Moon gives us. In the lunar cycle through the education that I teach, we find that women menstruate with the new moon, ovulate with the full moon, and have many different functions during the waxing and waning phases of Mother Moon. When we are in a state of equilibrium or balance with her, then these functions remain in sync with her cycle. But so much in our own reproductive health, for instance, have gone awry. And we look to medicines, many forms of medicine, allopathic, holistic, herbal, natural, chemicalized, to help us restore our own sense of stasis. But medicines alone cannot do this. Whatever the remedies are, we have to get back to the internal functioning, to the internal dharma of who we are as women. And this is the juncture that we are at, at this very moment in time. It creates a set of chaos, confusion, and difficulty because we have become habituated to living our lives in a certain way. 
estranged as they are from the rhythms of the seasons of Mother Nature, of Earth in general. So, above all, it takes patience and the application of our awareness to reclaim, restore, and replenish that Shakti principle, that primordial feminine power that we all bear as women. We will find that in this chaotic time, in this inner rumble, in this inner climb that seemed to be farthest away from serenity and peace, that the storm we are facing can be made calm if we understand that we are just trading in old behavioral patterns and reaching out to our awareness to regain and reclaim that which is natural to our organism. With certain practices we have seen here at the Wise Earth School, how simple it is for women to restore their menstrual cycle, for instance, to the cadence of Mother Moon. How simple it is for them to replenish their vital primordial fertility when they needed to. So what is natural can easily be restored. What is unnatural is not so easy to rid. And what I mean by this is, let us not so much concentrate on all of the natural activities that we need to be in sync with. Rather, let us focus on our moment-to-moment awareness without the judgments or catching them when they occur with the mindfulness of knowing that, yes, this is a behavior pattern that I have acquired and I will now need to release it somehow many ceremonies to release these things, are there. And what I'm trying to say is, let us first and foremost address the vitiations or the impairment in our own behavior. Let us not judge it, but let us be aware of what they are. As women, in order to survive the onslaught against our innate powers, divine feminine powers, of more than centuries on end, generation after generation, we've inherited certain ancestral traits and behaviors that came with survivalism, the act of survivalism, the act of defending ourselves. Both, in both cases, 
defensiveness and survivalism. Harvest and gather certain patterns of responses, certain patterns of uneasiness within us that are false to who we are, not only as an individual, but false to us for whom we are as women. And these are the false patterns, these are the false behaviors, we can call them masks, veneers, protections, whatever. But if we can be bold enough to begin to address them and strip them, no one needs to know what we're doing, including our parents or children, or friends or society. But we need to catch these patterns. So many of us as women have grown into so much manipulation, into so much let us strategize this in a certain way, so much cunning, so much, well, we can call it strategies, but basically they're forces from the defensive nature, forces from the nature of having had to survive in a certain way in society, that we're not even aware how manipulative we have become. We're not even aware of how much negativity we have ourselves attracted. Just so we could blame the sources for these negativities. But there is a deeper source than what is being pelted at us, and we know that. It is our sense of attraction. It is what we have set ourselves up for lesson-wise. And sometimes we, more often than not, we do it subconsciously. But why? The subconscious forces us to repeat the same inane set of exercises, not really, but we do repeat them until we understand these are harsh, these are brutal, these are toxic lessons, and there come a time when we can say no more. Let me be aware of the ways in which I manipulate my life, manipulate my relationships, manipulate things around me so that I can achieve what it is my goals are. And the goals can be divinely inspired. They can be creative goals, they can be healing goals, they can be many beauteous and illuminating goals. But nonetheless, if our strategies and subconscious ways of getting there are manipulative, then we need to re-examine those manipulations because we don't need them, not when we reclaim who we are in the full feminine grandeur of ourselves as women. And I'm not talking about education here not the academic type in any event.
I'm talking about a spiritual education, and even the word spiritual has become so abused that it's difficult to use it in the context of what we're trying to say. But there is an education of the spirit, of the soul, of who we are as magnificent beings, men, women, children, all of us, the animals, the trees, the organisms that we see, we do not see. There is a spirit of beauty and grace in all of it. And sometimes when we sit in meditation or sit and contemplate the weather, it is now raining, but the leaves are shimmering under the light of the water and the drops. There is a slight haze and a bunch of flocculent clouds above them. And some amount of auric light piercing through those clouds, striving to reach Mother Earth. The whole affair is a love affair. It is a relationship that we can only emulate as a human person. And when we look at the divine primordial feminine powers, they are so awesome, so great, so innumerable, so immutable, that we cannot even define them in words. That's who we are. And we can say from this state of being imperished, of being maligned and marginalized, of being put into boxes that we have survived and lived in and pretended to have thrived in for so many centuries on end, while all sorts of concocted powers have seized our rights and especially our rights of passage. No more. We must say no more. But there is much in a work that we as women have to do to regain this innocent force, this innocent power, this innocent goddess-given passage to heal. We must come to terms with our own behavior. We must take responsibility for the things we have attracted in our lives. And they repeat, and they repeat, and they repeat. And as that happens, we understand that we are bringing the same cyclical, spiraling vortex of an experience but we don't have to do that. In my prior episodes, we've talked about awareness. We need to use this ever-present awareness to let the mind be at ease while we observe, while we take in. We do not come to conclusions, we don't judge. And if we find ourselves 
concluding and judging, then it is a mindful act to just pay attention to that and let it be. But let us look at our own behavior. Let us look at all the areas in which we have not been true to our true self. That we have allowed the false self to take, to usurp our grand feminine rights and position in our cultures and society. But we shan't blame ourselves for it. There is really, when you look at it, no one to blame. It has been a process of a false history that has perpetuated itself and imprinted itself onto our lives and our children's lives and our parents' lives. But we can, in small measure, from day to day, find the areas that we have perfected that are in truth false and not our true nature. For women, and I have worked with us for 35 years now, on, in very intimate terms for healing. And I can assure you that my observation of myself and of yourselves have come to understand one thing, that I have never met a woman who has not developed certain strategies in her life to survive, regardless of her economic, cultural positions. So, let us start looking at the ways in which we have become manipulative. And let us understand that we can be naked and real without those techniques. Let us start looking at the reasons why we attract toxic things to us be they relationship, gurus, teachers, whatever. And let us keep looking at that area until we can shift it to not attracting the same situations. Because in the situation, it is much like a seesaw or a swing. First, we attract the toxic situation. We allow ourselves to be abused in the toxic situation. And then we pull away with great resentment of the situation. And then we go on and attract another situation of the same. We allow ourselves to be pulled in. And then we pull back away with even more resentment. So as we go through the motions of the seesaw, it's all one and the same act, by the way. One is the cause, the result, the in-between, the experience. We need to look at that, ladies, goddesses, sisters, daughters. We must look at this. This is not happening by accident. It is happening because we are calling that energy to us. And 
As I said, there is no need for us to condemn or criticize or assault ourselves for it. We are already supremely assaulted by these experiences. So let us just keep observing it, and then it will start clearing because of our awareness. Awareness is the light of the universe that is shone upon the things that we need to shift and change. Just this one, just this one behavioral pattern. And with it, of course, catching the daily seemingly innocent or naive manipulations we must manipulate to some extent. You have to get around the block traffic. Yes, of course, there has to be some ways of cutting through blockages. But that's not so much manipulation as it is a sense of intelligence. But when I say manipulate, you must know what I mean. It is about feeling we have to go about something the roundabout way in order to achieve our results when we can be direct. And if meaning direct, if it means being direct doesn't give you what you're looking for, then that's fine too. You've got to accept no results with this because you can be gentle and direct. You don't have to be forceful and direct. We don't, we should try letting go of the circuitous route to fulfill our needs and desires. We'll be talking more about this as we go forward with women's power to heal Mother Earth. Of course, the understanding is first we must heal ourselves. And the only way to do so is the deep self-inquiry self-reflection through our own divine awareness. Sat Chit Ananda. Thank you. Peace be your journey and a big embrace to all of you.